Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at First first Listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts thanks for listening to the doug gottlieb show podcast Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What up with your Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. The Doug Gottlieb Show broadcasts live every single day. From sunny Southern California, welcome in. Um, We've reached that point where now you're starting to make completely no sense and we're anti-everything clown show. Complete and utter clown show. Okay, We'll get to golf as we get ready for the Masters, a tradition unlike any other. We're broadcasting live from the Tyrac.com studios. Tyrac.com will help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection. Over 10,000 recommended installers. Tyrac.com, the way tire buying should be. So, uh, I'm sure by now you heard that the First Lady of the United States, okay, the First Lady is Jill Biden. I mean, Joe and Jill, come on, like, how did that happen? Right? How'd that happen? Imagine if his name was Jack. It would be just too much. Too much. But Joe and Jill. So, uh, Jill Biden 
attended the women's national championship game, which remains the most watched women's college basketball game of all time. And we discussed a lot about the behavior. Uh, by the way, uh, guys, if you could, um, if we could clean up that, uh, who was the baseball player we we we, we uh, played before about Alex I'm talking about Alex Manoa. Yeah, if we could clean up the Alex Verdugo about uh, Alex Manoa, I'll play that for you in a mo- moment, and you'll and you'll understand you'll understand why all trash talk taunting is not the same. Okay, yeah, it's okay. Take a minute. But I thought this was fascinating to me. Okay, fascinating to me. So this is Jill Biden, a couple of days ago talking about inviting not just LSU, but also Iowa to the White House. So I know we'll have the champions come to um, to the White House. We always do. So, you know, we'll have LSU come. But you know what? I'm going to tell Joe, I think Iowa should come too because they played such a good game. So, right? So winners and losers, that's sportsmanship. Okay, so she says, you know, winners and losers, that's sportsmanship. So this is Angel Reese yesterday talking about that trip to the White House. If we were to lose, we would not be getting invited to the White House. And I remember she made a comment about both teams should be invited because it would be the it was sportsmanship. And I'm like, are you saying that because of what I did and what like that stuff like that? It it bothers me because you are a woman at the end of the day. You're supposed to be standing behind us before anything. So it's hard to see things like that and not to comment back on it. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't accept the apology because mm. of you Jill, said what you Jill said. Biden. Yeah. First the, lady. The wife. Lady. Yeah. You said First what you lady. said and you, you meant what I you said. I said what I said. And like, yeah. you can't go back on certain things that you, you say. I mean, you felt like they, they should have came because of sportsmanship, right? They can have that spot. Like, we'll go to the Obamas. We'll, 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 see, <laughs> we'll see Michelle. Does, I'm going to see Barack. Hold on, hold on. So did, did you guys speak to the First Lady? No, apparently she was supposed to come to our locker room before the game, but we said no. Before the game? Yeah, they were all. she was supposed to come to our locker room and go to Iowa's locker room. I don't know if she talked to the, the lock, them. I don't know if she did, but we said we didn't want to. We didn't We didn't want her coming Why? to the locker room. I think Joe Biden had put somebody else to win a national championship. He didn't even put us on his, his bracket to get out of Baton Rouge. So I was like, bet. Okay, we have reached the point to where this is utterly and completely insane. And the issue is that uh, it, this is like painful to listen to. Th- this is painful. Okay. Because here's what happens. Um, anything you say to point out that Angel Reese sounds like the, the worst kind of fan ever is, oh, you're racist. Oh, you're anti-woman. That's, by the way, what she said. Like, you're supposed to support us no matter what. Okay, at any time did Jill Biden say anything that didn't support them? No. Did it have anything today? Is the only way you could take the sportsmanship reason for inviting them as a negative is if you want it to be. We are raising a class of of young people who are so they're defiant against everything, even though it lacks any sort of logic. And I'm, I'm, I'm telling you now that, that all of you idiots in the media, the fans on Twitter, you, got, you don't matter to anybody, especially me. But all of you idiots 
in the media, including, I believe that was an ESPN interview, that that don't have the lower intestinal fortitude to simply go like, wait, Angel, this doesn't make any sense. That's from I Am Athlete, which I Am Athlete's entire thing is the whole world is racist. That's their whole thing. The whole world is racist. It's like, okay, first of all, if you'd only go to the White House because the Obamas are in the White House, that's saying I'm only going because black people are there. That, by the way, inherently is racist. I hate to I hate to point out the obvious to everybody who's not willing to say it. And we're like, oh, you go. Okay, so you didn't want the vice the the first lady to come in the locker room because her husband has to fill out a bracket and didn't pick them to win the championship. Excuse me. Like, look, Joe Biden was awake long enough to fill out a bracket. Okay. <laughs> huh? Right. And you're, you're mad. Like, this is the dumbest stuff ever. I was like, uh, in, in my bracket, I had UConn losing in the first game. I did because I didn't, they didn't have point guard. Rick Pitino is like, I don't know. And you're like, well, you're, you're an idiot now. Like, well, you have to pick one winner and one loser. And this idea that, so here, here's the reality to it, okay? I don't know how other people think, okay? but I've been doing this. I've been covering college basketball for 20 years, 20. Okay? And I don't actually care who wins or who loses. I don't. I don't care. In fact, um, a friend of mine, a friend of my family's more, was used to be with Iona, is no, it wasn't with Iona this year. And so if it was about who you actually like, like I'm closer to Luke Murray and um uh and Danny Hurley than I would be to anybody on Iona staff. I just thought they'd win a game. But what inherently happens is like, oh, you're a UConn hater, Gottlieb. Uh, you just you have to pick upsets somewhere, right? That's actually how it works. You can only when there's two teams, you can only pick one to win. And holding it against the president of the United States because he didn't pick your team to win a game at some point in the NCAA tournament, as to your logical reason behind not wanting to attend the White House might be the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Only to be challenged by the reason that she taunted okay, Caitlin Clark was because Caitlin Clark dared a woman from South Carolina to shoot the basketball. That actually happened. Well, she disrespected so-and-so, so I, like, wait, what? Again, like, let's use logic as our guide. So when we get to the NBA playoffs and somebody refuses to guard and dares Russell Westbrook to shoot, and let's say the Clippers lose a series, in the next series, if it's Draymond Green who dared him to shoot, then we're going to disrespect Draymond Green and taunt him because he dared Russell. That doesn't make any sense. You're not going to go to the White House? And oh yeah, by the way, shame. It, this I, I, I want to put it on Angel because she's a, she's I, I believe of age, but nonetheless, th- this is a, where are the adults in the room? Here's the thing with the white house. And I've said this, no matter who's in the white house, okay. you wouldn't go. 
how many chances do you have in your lifetime to go and meet the president of the free world? Right? I've done a lot of things in my life. I've, I've been to 15 countries. I've called Final Fours. I've been in the studio for Final Fours. It's called NCAA Tournament Games. Uh, Women's National Championship Games. I've been in the NBA Finals. I've been in the Super Bowl. I've been in the BCS Championship. I've been in the Rose Bowl. I've been in the World Series. Never been to a NASCAR event. Okay? Never been to a NASCAR event. Kind of want to go. Um, but I've never been invited to the White House because I didn't win a championship. And I understand it sounds really silly. And Caitlin Clark in Iowa, they dismissed it. They're like, look, it's not our trip. We didn't win. We don't get to go. It was just a nice kind of participation trophy. She's a nice old grandma. That's all she's doing. And, but we're turning people into nothing pleases them. Nothing is ever good enough. We are raising the most entitled class of human beings in existence. Right? If we can't, you can't actually, I've, I've noticed this. You can't actually pick every team to win a tournament. That physically is impossible. You cannot. And so here's the point that I, I have made and I will continue to make. That should be a seminal moment in women's basketball. That should be the launching point for great things. Because remember, not only could Caitlin Clark come back and Angel Reese will come back, plus they're probably ma- they're making more cake now and will make than they'd make in the WNBA. Okay? But there's Paige, uh, how do you say her last name? Bikers, right? Who she tore her knee. And so she missed most of the season for UConn. She'll be back next year. And she's as good, different than the other two. Right? You, we got a chance to have something really special where even the most ardent men's basketball NBA fans like, you know what, I kind of like watching because they're hoopers and they're really, really good. And instead of embracing the idea of magic versus bird, and bird wasn't lovable, so maybe she's, but instead of, but magic sure as hell will. Like, here's the reward for actually putting on a smiling face and being accepting of everybody's praise. Did you guys see what Magic Johnson did yesterday? He talked about the bid they have to buy the Washington Commanders. So, again, I'm telling you now, I'm the adult. I've been doing this a long time. I've seen it my entire life. And while social media will go like, you go, girl, you go. What is she actually going against? She clearly doesn't know about the agendas that are pushing her in a direction that I don't think she wants to be in. And I get it. I understand that the super far left is is super inclusive unless you don't agree with everything they say. And then suddenly they become exclusive. I get it. There's a hypocrisy to it. But it's not like the super far right is huge fans of the WNBA and many of the players in it. And you're creating political and race warfare where it doesn't and shouldn't exist. I mean, I joked yesterday on Twitter that wait till Joe wakes up and finds out Jill invited everybody over to the house. You invited everybody over? Okay. I'm going to take a nap. Let me know when when it's time to get back up. Kidding. Just, we've reached the place of complete idiocy. To where, 
like even the even the all they had to say from I am an athlete is um did you actually hear what she said? She came to the game and just said, I know we're going to invite LSU. They won. But, you know, winners and losers. So she didn't say everybody's a winner. Why don't we just all come, like, celebrate the moment as women? When you're defiant for just defiant sake, and I, I do get it. That's what it's like to be young. And in many ways, that's who I have been at times in my life and in my career, right? But not defiant for defiance sake, but willing to point out that, hey, this is kind of a contradiction here. But we're raising a class of people, of young people, where nothing is good enough for them. Hey, we want to invite you to the White House. No, I only want to be invited if no one else is invited. And again, like she's making the assumption like, well, we wouldn't have been invited. How do you know that? How could you possibly know that? This is what happened. This is the poison of social media and the poison of, of myopic views of where she goes to school and, and the tunnel vision of so many people who support her. Because real talk, okay, and what gets you destroyed, ratio, ratio, is, hey, guess what? I understand trash talk happens. I've actually played championship level international basketball okay, and uh, uh, up to the elite eight at the highest level of college basketball. And I did watch earlier when Caitlin Clark did the, you can't see me to Louisville. I watched it, watch all those games. And I also watched every game in the men's NCAA tournament, every single, all 68 I watched. No one else I know can say that because that was actually my job. I worked for Westwood One. We sat in the studio, uh, me and Jason Horowitz, and we watched every game. We did cut-ins on every game. You can't do a cut-in on a game unless you've been watching it. And I watched every single game. I didn't see it happen once. And I'm not aligned with Portnoy. Like, if you didn't know Portnoy was an a-hole, then you're late to the party. Like, that's been his thing. Right? I'm not calling anybody names. But it is not classy to taunt somebody when you're winning a championship. I didn't see it happen with UConn. I didn't see it happen with uh, Kansas last year. Right? Like North Carolina choked last year, right? 15-point lead at the half, lost the game. Did you see one Kansas player walk over and go, choke? Right? Gonzaga disemboweled, uh, uh, excuse me, uh, Baylor disemboweled Gonzaga the year before. Did you see any hand gestures or taunting take place? Of course not. Because championship-level teams carry themselves with a level of class and dignity. And the problem here is your coach has no class, has no dignity. She is the adult. And she, you don't have to say it publicly. You call her in the office and go, hey, look. But the problem is that she is anti everything in the White House, and she thinks everybody's out to get her because she hasn't treated people well for a good portion of her career. That's the reality to it. The reality to it. So here's the deal. I'll be the adult, and I'm sure I'll get arrows on social media that'll say, credit cards! 27 years ago, credit cards! Ratio! And what you do is you create enemies that don't need to and don't previously exist.
They just don't. I want to be a fan. I really do. I want to be able to go, hey, man, I just like basketball. And these women can play. But I'm just incredibly turned off by the drama and the ego and the entitlement. Right? And, like, look, it happened last summer when the WNBA women have complained about flying commercial. Like, no one outside of, like, here is willing to go, hey, guess what? If you made a lot more money, then you could spend a lot more money. If it made sense financially to fly charter, then they'd fly charter. You don't make that much money. You just don't. When you do, you get the benefits of it. Like why, why are we treat, not treated like the NBA? Um, have you seen their TV contract? Have you seen your TV contract? I'm just telling you the reality to it. Nobody wants to hear reality. Reality become, is met with defiance. And defiance is met with some like level of entitlement I, I just cannot possibly fathom. Wait, so you don't want to go to the White House because you didn't see the first lady before the game, but you didn't see the first lady before the game because Joe Biden, who's likely watched exactly zero college basketball games on the women's side this year, probably hasn't watched a men's one. Picked against you? Like, say it out loud and see how that works for you. Right? That's a lot like I've said this about Barry Bonds. Well, he was a he was a Hall of Famer before he used steroids. I was a great husband, right? That's like the husband telling his wife, I was a great husband until I had a couple of side pieces, right? Try that one out. The logic behind it is so bizarre. And we are raising this entitled section of young people. It's right there in front of you. And the idiots that have check marks by their name because they write for or tweet for some periodical going, yeah, you go, girl, are doing way more harm than good in what should have been magic versus bird. Instead, it's, oh, boy. Oh, boy. I can't help you because no adult in Baton Rouge no one is willing to actually speak the truth of what the rest of us actually think, which is, wait, that doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense. We're going to go to the Obamas. Mm, they didn't invite you. And they weren't at the game. And oh yeah, by the way, Kim Mokey wouldn't go to the Obamas. I hate to break this to you. Ask him if she'd go with you. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market. 
as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. So I'm going to end the debate here in one second. Okay, I'm going to just completely end the debate. Completely and totally end the debate. So Doc Rivers, after the game last night, um, he said we can end the MVP discussion right now. So, look, I, I love the fact that Doc is defending his guy. I love the fact that he said he's biased. But taking one game and stating that as the defining, this is it, it's over. Okay. Uh, Seth Greenberg is a friend of mine. He's the longtime former head coach at Long Beach State, South Florida, and then Virginia Tech. And I'll never forget this. I was on set at ESPN. This is probably about 
It's one of his last years at Virginia Tech. So I'm going to guess this is probably 2010. And his team beat Duke at home on a Saturday night. And Dick Vitale was courtside. Oh, put him in, baby. They're in the field. Oh, let me tell you, Seth Greenberg, they're going to be Selection Sunday. They'll be in the field. Oh, it's awesome. You're talking about Greenberg and Mike Krzyzewski and Roy Williams. Oh, it's awesome. It's over. Put him in the field. So they come to me in studio. And I was like, man, that was an incredible win. Um, but they played Georgia Tech on Wednesday night. I think they're in. But you can't lose to Georgia Tech. And I don't know if it was Georgia Tech or Boston College or Clemson. It was one of the also-rans in the ACC. You know what happened? They lost that game, then lost in the ACC tournament, and ended up in the NIT. Because one game does not a season make, one game does not an MVP campaign make. And I understand if you go, hey, it, it was really close. And I think Joel Embiid probably is the MVP of the league. He's had a great season. The problem with it is he only played against Jokic when they played at home. Didn't play against Jokic in Denver, which is weird ducking out of that game after dominating the first matchup. He's had an oft-injured career, and so maybe that's why they've held him out of more games, but he has played in fewer games. But imagine if we did that, if we went through and we're like, huh, okay. Instead of saying, this is the game, imagine if I went to the game against uh, Chicago when he had 12 points, and he only played 16 minutes. You go, ah, that's it. Doesn't make, doesn't, doesn't, the MVP debate is over. It's over. Or they played against Oklahoma City on New Year's Eve. On the road. That's great scheduling, right? He was 6 of 17. He did have 13 and 10, but only had 16 points. And they beat Oklahoma City. And what if I said, well, up, no, you know, he couldn't do it. Or they played Cleveland going back November 30th. He played 29 minutes, had only 19 points, 6 rebounds, 6 assists, and they lose. They get, uh, they get shellacked by like 28 points. Like, that's not the way it works. It's season in totality. And we just do, we, and like, look, he has his trainers on social media and every time Jokic gives up a bucket inside, like, see? Like, okay, can I have some context? There are probably some defense possessions where he blocks shots. There's probably some defense possessions for Joel Embiid where he lets somebody score. And, and here's the problem. Again, the problem with we're anti-everything society now. Truth is, go back and look 10 years ago. I'm the one who said when there was a Simmons-Embiid debate, and I said Joel Embiid is the most talented player in the NBA. And this year, as well as last year, he put it all together. And he may well win the MVP. But one game at the start of April does not convince anybody that that is the beginning and end of, of the sentence. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Mark Medina joins us, Fox Sports Radio, NBA insider, writer for NBA.com. We'll get to the Warriors and some of the other stuff, but um, are, are we closing the book on the MVP debate because Joel Embiid was amazing last night? 
<laughs> you know, I think this is really just going to go down to the wire. I mean, I've opened the season thinking it's Nikola Jokic, and then it was firm on that. Then I was thinking about Giannis, then Embiid. I don't know what I'm going to do, Doug. I mean, the three great candidates, and while I hesitate to say that a single performance or an unavailability from a performance is going to tilt the scale. I try to do the whole body of work. Sometimes these things wind up factoring in the final decision. So thankfully, technically, I have about a week left to figure that out. Um, okay, let's get to the Warriors uh, bringing back Andrew Wiggins, where he will play some regular season games before getting to the playoffs. What do you think this does for the Warriors looking in the playoffs? Oh, I think that it doesn't guarantee that the Warriors uh, win an NBA championship, but I think if if he wasn't on the team and coming back in time for the playoffs, there would be no way that the Warriors would have a shot to defend their NBA championship. He is just so important to what makes the Warriors stir their drink. Obviously, they got Steph and Clay and Draymond, but he's been their most consistent second score since last season, and he's the best defender on the team. I mean, Clay Thompson has showed a lot of improvement with his shooting this past uh, few months, but he's not the same defender that he was prior to his injuries. That's where Andrew Wiggins comes into play, and it's not just about his skills. It's about his mentality. Like I talked with him earlier this season, and he was saying something along the lines of, I love defense so much that I get more of a thrill out of making a stop than worrying about scoring the ball. And so with that mindset that if it's perfectly in the team dynamic and you know this could very well be the x factor in the warriors uh title hopes here i i completely uh, agree with you um what are people in the nba saying about these suddenly red hot la lakers yeah, they're saying that you never bet against the Lakers. Maybe you don't pencil them in as a favor, but I think when you're looking at the Lakers, looking at the Warriors, even the Suns, it falls into the old adage that what matters entering the playoffs, it's health, and if you're playing at their best. It's not about home court advantage or standing. So I'm very intrigued to see if those old adages play out with those three teams because, you know, on paper, they're the best teams right now, but there's also a greater unknown with the Suns. Can Kevin Durant and Chris Paul most notably stay healthy with the Lakers? I mean, they're finally clicking on all cylinders, but we all know Anthony Davis's injury history and LeBron James. But I think, you know, to your original question about the Lakers, clearly they're a much different team, not just since the Russell Westbrook trade, but basically since LeBron James came back from his injury. He hasn't showed signs of slowing down, but he's been able to be that facilitator while Anthony Davis is the number one guy. And that has been what the Lakers had wanted from AD from the very beginning. Keep in mind, LeBron James, at the beginning of their first season together, he said the offense should run through him. For the most part, that played out in the bubble, but since then, hasn't been so consistent. So for all the criticism that you and I have talked about the Lakers in the past year with Russ's fit or lack thereof, the supporting cast, there was a lot of internal feeling that, you know what, if Anthony Davis played up to his full potential and made himself more available, some of these problems wouldn't be so pervasive here. Um, uh, What about the Clippers? Are there any expectations to get Paul George back for the playoffs? Uh, I think that there's a possibility for sure of the playoffs. I really doubt, though, that he's back in time for this final week of games. And look, every game is very delicate for them right now. I mean, right now for them, they're tied with the Lakers in the standings. They own the tiebreaker 
against the Lakers if they wind up tying, but they very well could be a playing tournament team as opposed to a team that was going to be fifth last week, now currently sixth. And so obviously things are much more stable now that Kawhi Leonard has been playing more consistently. And I think that through the ups and downs, Russell Westbrook has been a relative net positive, but they've been still wildly inconsistent with rotations, chemistry, all the above, that their their season really is hanging on the balance this last week. Okay, so it was reported today that Kyrie is going to test free agency this after this big trade, which means, like, I'm not buying that he... That means the Mavericks aren't all in on Kyrie, which, I, look, I, I get, but can we call it a complete disaster of a trade? Yeah, I, I think we can, and uh, I certainly didn't like the move because we all know what Kyrie brings. His talent level is unmatched, but the regardless of what that thing is on the bingo card, there always is a thing on that card that makes it more complicated. In fairness to Kyrie, though, this has been mostly a roster construction issue, and from what I've been told internally with the Mavs, they feel like Kyrie's been a positive presence in the locker room, but the reality is when you're a star player, you should be able to camouflage you know, roster construction you can't, issues for but, the but, but, but listen, Mark, you can't. I mean, like, look, I, yeah. I, I get that the Lakers won an NBA championship, okay, uh, with when, when they made their trade for Anthony Davis. But the fact is that between Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook, like, you, you do realize you have to give up a bunch. And we always, the, the statement most people make is, well, if you got the best player in the trade, you won the trade. That's not the case. Yeah. No, I'm with you. And look, a, a little bit of a gray area here. What I mean is they should still be able to play enough to be a positive presence on the floor, right? And at the very least, the chemistry with Luka hasn't been good. And so to your point, at the end of the day, it does start with ownership, roster construction, even if you have a star player. In the Mavs case, they haven't had a lot of good things with any of those things. But even at the time, the Mavs felt that even if this is a gamble that blows up in their face, they think, hey, well, at least we're giving a message to Luka that we're being aggressive with moves, and we do have that cap space to have a better roster this summer. But as one opposing executive told me at the time, well, it's nice to have cap space, but what do you do with that cap? space and the Mavs haven't always been historically good with using that cap space so a lot of things for them to untangle to say the least last thing um it feels like again feels like if the Celtics don't get back to the finals they'll they'll break up Brown and Tatum feels that way now uh Jalen Brown has come out like everybody's always trying to break up you know like (laughs) no but it feels that way. Am I just reacting to media stuff, or does that feel like a reality? No, it's definitely a reality. But I think the other reality, as you know, Doug, is that the NBA is so fluid, it's so fragile, that any of these things can really change. I mean, last year, that conversation was a real thing at the beginning of the season. You know what changed the conversation, Doug? They wound up playing better. They were showing more chemistry. Ime Odoka was showing that he had the – uh, the the stuff from an X's and O's standpoint to get the best out of the team. Their role players are playing really well. And so fast forward into this uh, season now, uh, they have the, uh, the supporting cast as well as the core locked in for the most part. I think Joe Mazzulla has done a good job as a head coach. And so they, they have it within themselves to course correct and fix these problems. But if the problems persist and they don't live up to those expectations of getting back to the finals, no doubt they would have to entertain that possibility of breaking up that duo, no matter how talented they are. 
Mark, you're great, man. I love uh, talking with you. Can't wait for the playoffs to begin and for us to talk more more often. Really appreciate you being our guest. Right back at you, my friend. All right, that's Mark Medina, Fox Sports Radio's NBA insider, and also works for NBA Media. Progressive is making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or call 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. Will the Ravens draft a quarterback in the first round this year? Find out next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Game Time. It's Game Time. On the Doug Gottlieb Show. What do you got, Monsi? Mr. Ramos, what are we playing? What are the chances? That's what we're playing. All right, Doug, what are the chances that the Ravens draft a quarterback in the first round? Mm, I would say 10%. That's 10%. it? Yeah. Um, Lamar Jackson is not a free agent. We do know that, right? Right, but he doesn't want to play for the Ravens. No, he hadn't said that. He has to be traded. He didn't say he won't play for the Ravens. Right. No, I, that's right. He wants to play football. <laughs> he's under contract with the Ravens. He's got to play football for the Ravens. Yeah. Um, I, I think 10%. I, I mean, I, I think the guy who everybody's sitting there going like, hmm, um, if somebody passes on a quarterback in the first round, they think they're going to get Hendon Hooker in the second round. Mm. Hendon Hooker would have won the Heisman, tore his knee. Mm-hmm. He is 24 years old, but I think he's that guy that sits out there that that's the escape pod. All right. Okay. Let's stay in the NFL world. What are the chances that Austin Eckler plays for the Chargers this season? Uh, 95%. Okay, good. I like that. I like that one. Austin got really, he's I'm I'm just really offended. Like, you didn't like their contract offer, so they're like, hey, go find somebody who will pay you the contract you want, and we'll make a trade for him. Mm -hmm. You didn't find anybody like Mm -hmm, that. mm -hmm. So you're not mad that the Chargers wouldn't pay you what you wanted. You're mad that the league is like, yeah, dude, we love you. You're 27. You're really productive, but we're not giving you a huge contract into your 30s. It doesn't make any sense. Good point. Good point. Well, the Masters officially starts tomorrow, so what are the chances that Tiger Woods makes the cut? Makes the cut? Makes the cut. Uh, ooh. I can't. What happened to music? 50-50. There you go. 51% because he's Tiger, and it's and it's it's Augusta. 51%. All right. What are the chances that you're going to watch the Barbie movie starring Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling? Zero mm, percent. My my girls, <laughs> my girls turn seventeen next week. They're gonna want to watch it. No, they aren't. <sighs> but if they, when they were little girls, I absolutely would have watched the Barbie movie. We what? went through the Barbie stage, Barbie stage, princess stage. Uh, we're out of that stage. But Margot Robbie, that's game, huh? Game time. This is game time on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, how do you define legacies? Of all-time greats. What if there was one moment in particular? Just one. Just one. We'll get to that in the Midway. The Midway is upcoming next on the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. 
The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at at First first listen. Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> 